Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, I apologise for the lengthy high and uh, unplanned hiatus. Uh, I was, I had a show ready last week, uh, but I got stuck in traffic because there'd been a, a football match and I couldn't get across the city in time to start preparing to do my show. Because by the time I got home, I had yet to eat anything uh, and I hadn't set up any of my software, so sorry about that, but I am here now. So I'm going to continue to talk about uh, Batman because uh, towards the end of 2022, we were looking at a number of Batman games and that was in honour of the passing of uh, Kevin Conroy who of course voiced Batman in the animated series and in the Arkham Asylum games. Now we are going to continue to look at some more Batman games, however these are all linked with the live action movies. Uh, Larry's saying that uh, they've heard that uh, eating is important. Uh, yeah, my husband says the same thing. Not entirely convinced. Uh, Greyfall says evening all, uh, Electro Blue says hello, um, Nicholas Mann is awake. Nicholas Mann was very useful earlier, uh, helped me find some of the music, but I'll, uh, I'll talk about that a little later. Uh, so the first of the games that I'm going to talk about was based off the original Tim Burton film, which is simply titled Batman. It came out in cinemas in 1989. There were a number of games that were released for this films on consoles and home computers, and this includes the NES, the Amiga, Commodore 64, and of course the Mega Drive. The Mega Drive version came out in 1990 and was published and designed by Sunsoft. Being based on the film, you can probably guess who the main villain is going to be, and that would of course be the Joker who was portrayed in the film by Jack Nicholson. Uh, sorry, no uh, Greyfall Joker voice today. Um, he is at the other side of the room at the moment. You may, he, if he shouts loud enough, you might be able to hear him though. You, of course, play as the dear Dark Knight, who was played by Michael Keaton on screen. And will be again, I hear. Or has been again, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't been keeping up with the DC movies because they've not been that good. In my opinion. Uh, one thing I will say is that the game pretty much immediately spoils the film. Uh, if you leave the game at the start menu for long enough, it actually starts explaining the entire plot of the film. Uh, so probably just as well that we're beyond the statute of limitations for movie spoilers since it came out in 1989. But your mileage may vary. Uh, not the first Batman theatrical film of course. Yeah, there, there was the Adam West one which is based on the TV series. Um, as I recall that didn't actually do that well at the cinema. Uh, but fans like it, I get but fans of Adam West Batman like it. Uh, sadly there was Electro was saying there's no Adam West era Batman Sega games unfortunately. <laughs> well again you might leave my fairy on whether or not that's unfortunate. 
but we shall see. Uh, I'm gonna have a bit of music, so um, I've got uh, an OC remix track. Uh, this one is a track which is by... Um, place. Uh, Tubbers McGee and I know Kes... I know Kes... Kitalio. Kes Kitalo? I've entirely been that pronunciation, I apologise. But yes, it's a track from OC Remix and then after that we have uh, from Batman the Caped Crusader, which is a Commodore 64 game, uh, we have another uh, title track. So please enjoy those, and I will actually get to the music from the games that we're actually talking about after this next uh, TalkBed segment. So, But for now, please enjoy this music, and I'll speak to you after this music break.
listening to The Hidden Palace with the wonderful Skyblaze only on Radio Sega. Well, I guess if you're here, it's not that well hidden, is it?
are back! And that was Batman the Cape Crusader, the Commodore 64 version of the main theme, and before that we had an OC remix track, uh, Batman the title scene, uh, which I believe came from the uh, Game Boy Legacy album. Um, I apologise, the, uh, uh, the wrong track played uh, briefly there. Uh, Radio DJ, which is the software I use to do the playlist and the music, it's been particularly difficult today. I've had to restart it, is it three times now? To make it work? Basically, the software, the, the three different pieces of software that I need to use to broadcast, and they all have to work together in order for me to actually get things to work. Occasionally, they decide to not play nicely with one another. Um, and that's what Radio DJ is doing today. But... We will persevere. Uh, so, going to carry on talking about the original Mega Drive uh, Batman uh, game based on the film. So I talked about the spoilers earlier, uh, but before you even jump into the game, you will get to choose a few options. Um, this includes the difficulty level and the number of lives that you start with. You begin on Gotham's city streets, making your way across the city and pummeling any thug who dares to get any to get close to you. With the end of level fight being a fairly vicious thug who seems to have spent a fair amount of time in the boxing ring. The second level sees you in Axis Chemical Plant, where more crooks await you, some even armed with rocket launchers, because of course you get a chance to use your grappling hook to navigate higher levels in the plant, where eventually you face off against Jack Napier. Although a swift hit with a batarang causes him to fall into a vat of chemicals below him. We next see Batman arrived at the Flugelheim Museum. And I think that somebody needs to have a serious word with the architect. Because as you take on Joker's henchmen travelling through the museum, you have to avoid falling chandeliers and navigate across bottomless pits by jumping onto moving platforms. I have a concern about how this museum is, is designed. Just so. <laughs> Our boss for this level is a topless swordsman. Okay, I don't remember him in the film. Although it does not end there. Beating him then takes you to another room where there is a balcony overlooking the room. You see Jack, who is now the Joker, and the kidnapped reporter slash love interest, Vicky Vale. You are then introduced to the second boss, a larger, bald henchman who throws a boombox at you, which then explodes. So, a literal boom box. Haha. <laughs> and so on. He then pretends to lunge at you and tries to body slam you. After beating him, you are then treated to a cutscene where Batman rescues Vicky and ziplines out of the museum. This isn't the end, though. Because next you have to go into the Batmobile. But I'll cover that bit after a bit more music. So our first request for this evening is from uh, Batman of, on the Mega Drive. We have Stage 3, the Flugelheim Museum. And then from Batman on the Game Boy, uh, we have Chemical Factory, so please enjoy those and I'll speak to you after this music break.
And we are back! And that was Batman on the Game Boy Chemical Factory. And before that, Batman Stage 3 Flugelheim Museum, requested by Electric Bubblu. Now, we are back on the streets of Gotham, but this time we are in the Batmobile. Uh, this level is effectively a shoot-em-up, as you take out the Joker's fleet of cars, vans and tanks? What? Why does the Joker have tanks? <sighs> I give up. This isn't actually the only shoot-em-up level that you get in this game, as a couple of levels later you are actually in the skies above Gotham in the Batwing, taking down helicopters and pretty disturbing looking clown balloons. The final level sees Batman climbing the Gotham Cathedral, fighting through a number of bosses from levels past before confronting the Joker. He uses his long barrel revolver and what I can assume is his electric hand buzzer, as one of his moves sees a ball of energy in his hand that he slams into the ground, calling it, causing it to trail away from him. The okay. His defeat sees him fall again for the final time, plummeting from the bell tower to the ground below. Pretty similar to the actual film. So, good. Cinematic uh, accuracy. Well done, game. Uh, what's going on in the chat? Um, Electro Boogaloo's posting a picture of uh, a Diet Coke advert that's got Alfred from the films in. Okay then! Alright! Good! Uh, Larry's saying that you shouldn't get the, the guy, the boss with the boombox, to DJ for your party. No, you should get me instead. <laughs> uh, I am actually DJing at a convention at the end of the, at the last weekend of this month. Um, so, in a couple of weeks, uh, at KokoraCon in Nottingham, I will be DJing the Friday night party. Uh, it's a great commercial, apparently, says Electric Boogaloo. Uh, I will have to watch it later, uh, I will take your word for it. Ah, oh dear. Right, where were we? Uh, let's have a bit more music, shall we? Uh, so yeah, um... So, we're going into Batman Returns next. Uh, so, I'm going to preview that with a bit of music from the 8-bit, uh, so the Game Gear and uh, Master System version, and also uh, a track from the Mega Drive uh, version. Uh, the first track I'm going to play is actually... Uh, that's the wrong way around. Um, the ending theme from the Batman Returns, the 8-bit version. Uh, so starting with the ending theme, why not? And then from Batman Returns on the Mega Drive, we have Act 1, Gotham City number 1. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after this music break to talk a bit about the various versions of Batman Returns.
and we are back. And that was Batman Returns for the Mega Drive, Act 1-1, Gotham City. And before that we had from Batman Returns 8-bit version, the ending theme. So, as you may have guessed, I'm now going to be covering the various versions of Batman Returns, of which there are four in total. The first to release was the Mega Drive and Game Gear versions, that was in 1992, with the Mega CD and Master System versions coming out the following year. The Master System and Game Gear versions were both developed by Aspect, who had previously made Sonic 2 for the Game Gear. Both versions of Batman Returns appear to play more or less the same, with the beginning having you choose between two different routes. The second route appearing to be a harder version, although both routes will always lead to the same boss for that stage. The four stages have you going through Gotham streets where you will face off against a fire-breathing boss. Then you will have Shrek's shopping mall where you will uh, feast, meet the mysterious Catwoman. You then head to the rooftops where you take down what appears to be some sort of ice giant? Not sure what that's doing in this game, but okay. With the fourth stage being below in Gotham Sewers, where we have a rematch with the feline femme fatale. That's Catwoman in case you guessed. The last stage has no second route and is further into the sewers, where we meet the elusive penguin. The final fight begins with the penguin using his trick umbrella to fly around the screen, dropping bombs and blade-tipped umbrellas at you. After you hit him a number of times, he will reappear. This time, he's a giant duck tank. Alright, that sounds awesome. Where he rises up and fires missiles at you. That is, until the Batman stops him in his tracks. Yeah, Electro Boogle is pointing out that there's uh, quite a few different... Uh, the various different versions of this. Um... The Game Gear version uh, does share assets with the uh, Master System version, but it's not quite the same. Uh, they they kind of play very similarly, but they're not exactly the same. Uh, as I'll mention later, the Mega CD version uh, shares some levels, uh, and as, um, but uh, the Mega CD version does have some extras. And Gary's saying that they might give the Game Gear version a go one day to see how it differs from the Master System version. Okay then, let's have a bit more music. So uh, this is another request from Electric Boogaloo, and this is from Batman Returns on the Mega CD, City Limits. And then, just for... Uh, because it's actually quite a good soundtrack, we have another, ver another track from the... 8-bit version of Batman Returns, and this is stage one. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you after this music break.
Hello, my name is Gavi, and you're listening to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze on Radio Sega. from Batman Returns 8-bit, uh, that was stage one, and before that we had from Batman Returns on the Mega CD, City Limits, requested by Electric Boogaloo. And as Electric Boogaloo has said, uh, the music for um, the Mega CD version of Batman Returns, um, a lot of it was composed by Spencer Nilsson, who also did the music for Echo the Dolphin. Uh, I quite often put a Echo the Dolphin Mega CD music on if I need to have a nice relaxing time in the bath because it's very soothing. And uh, yeah, he did one of the versions of the Sonic CD music. His work's pretty underrated, I think. Uh, he's actually a very good composer. Anyway. The Mega Drive and Mega CD versions of uh, Batman Returns were both developed by Malibu Interactive. And while both versions play the same, the Mega CD has the addition of arcade driving levels where you take down enemies on the road while driving either the Batmobile or some sort of bat boat. Okay. You'll get both options on the Mega CD version as well as the chance to choose either the driving levels, platforming levels or both. If you choose both, you'll alternate between the driving levels and platforming levels in line with the plot of the game. The platforming sections are very similar to the first Batman game, with the ability to utilise batarangs and other weapons to attack foes at range, including a swarm of bats. So last, and by but by no means least, we have the first of the Joel Schumacher Batman films, Batman Forever. Here Michael Keaton steps down from the cowl to have it filmed by Val Kilmer, and our villains are the Riddler and Two-Face, played on screen by Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, respectively. Uh, oh, sorry, my apologies, it's a bat ski boat <laughs> in Batman Returns. What on earth is a bat, it's a bat ski boat? Okay, cool. Right, where was I? The tie-in games for this film were bought out uh, on the Mega Drive, Game Gear and the Saturn, with the first two being developed by Probe Software, the latter being developed by Iguana Entertainment and all of them being published by Acclaim. The Game Gear has you progressing through the levels, fighting opponents one-on-one, -on -one, like something akin to Mortal Kombat? Kinda? A bit? Although you can freely navigate the level as you search for baddies to fight. Yeah, that's a bit weird. The Mega Drive improves on this slightly by allowing you to face off against two enemies at once. Yay! It also has the addition of allowing a second player, 
who plays as Robin, naturally, to join in, either cooperatively or competitively, where you can damage each other as well as your enemies. I don't think that's quite in line with, you know, the dynamic duo thing, but alright. They're a bit antagonistic in the film, I guess. The Saturn version is actually a port of the arcade game, which was released exclusively in the US before coming to consoles. While the previous games were a bit Mortal Kombat-ish, uh, this one is actually more similar to a side-scrolling beat-em-up like Streets of Rage. Um, <laughs> I also I have to thank uh, Nicholas Amand for finding the music from the arcade version of Batman Forever. Uh, the version I've got is actually the MS-DOS uh, version of the music, but as far as I can tell it's functionally identical to the music that was used in the arcade version. So thank you to Nick for that. Um, I also found a copy of the Game Gear music for Batman Forever. It's not good. I will play a little bit of it, of the main theme, but it's terrible. Uh, so I'll only play a little bit of that and then we'll move on to uh, the opening theme from the Mega Drive version and then uh, the bar theme from Batman Forever Arcade. So enjoy those, or not as the case may be. I'll speak to you after this music break.
morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist. And you're listening to... The Hidden Palace.
And we are back! And that was Batman Forever Arcade, the theme of the bar. Before that we had Batman Forever on the Mega Drive, the opening theme. And top of the block we had the Crime Against Music, which was the main theme from the Game Gear version of Batman Forever. Uh, Electra Bugaloo tells me that that was allegedly originally composed by Tim Follin, of all people. Although uh, he only composed the theme and was not responsible for uh, actually programming it onto the hardware uh, and the arrangement for the specific hardware, which is probably why it sounds nothing like anything that he would actually compose. Uh, and in fact, just sounds like uh, cr well, crimes. It was crimes. <laughs> Moving on, um, Chip Chin Corner. Today's track is a reimagining of a track from a Commodore 64 game called Druid 2. I think it was a Commodore 64 game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the uh, Commodore 64 uh, game of Druid 2, which comes from a wonderful site called remix.kwig.org, which was commonly known as RKO Remix. Unfortunately, I don't know a huge amount about the composer, except that they are referred to on the site as a muck. I'm going to post a link to uh, Archaea Remix in the Discord chat, because if you haven't been there, you should. Oh, Electric Boogaloo is referring to the Mega Drive version, not the Game Gear version. I... Uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because, uh, yeah, the, the Mega Drive version was less bad. Um, but yeah, it could, it could have done some tweaking. The Kengo version was crime. Um, where was I? Yes, uh, remix.kword.org. Uh, if you haven't checked that site out and you like uh, music from things like the Amiga and the Commodore 64, uh, go have a listen to some of the stuff on there. There's a whole heap of uh, really interesting music on there. All worth listening to. And this is a track called Druid's Dance, uh, which is a remix of a track from Druid 2. Um, please enjoy and let me know what you think. And I'll be back after this to close out the show. Uh, I apologise to Gavi if you're doing um, Saturday Night Sega after this, because I might overrun. Sorry, but it'll only be by a bit.
And that was Druid's Dance from Druid 2 by Amok over on remix.kword.org. Uh, I think that was a great track. Um, yeah, go, go and check out uh, RKR Remix if you have not done previously. So thank you very much for tuning in, everyone. Uh, sorry again for the long hiatus. Uh, I will be back next week where I plan to be talking about Disney games. So the fact that I think it was Gavi who was mentioning um, Disney cartoons... Uh, prof slightly prophetic there. So if you have uh, any music from games that are based on Disney properties, on Mega Drive, uh, well, Sega consoles in general, please let me know and I'll see if I can include them in the playlist. I've got one final track to go out on. Uh, I have had my brain eaten by Final Fantasy XIV again, uh, so you all have to suffer along with me. So um, the last track that I'm going to play is from Final Fantasy XIV's Pulse Remix album and it's called Rise, the theme of Alexander. Uh, <laughs> hope everybody has a good night and take care everybody. I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Good night.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.